There is more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today, we're going to talk about manifesting things and the techniques that people teach us how to manifest. Of these Law of Attraction teachers, there's all kinds of techniques and tools, vision boarding, and all kinds of stuff. Which is the best one? Do they work? Are they any good? Who knows? We're going to figure this out. Today, I'm with Kimberly Late, and we are talking about manifesting things, and she's brought through Goddess Abundantia. And hi, Kimberly. How are you? Good, thank you. Hi, everybody. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you again. We've been away for a couple of weeks, and so it's good to catch up again. We just got back from Paris and Amsterdam, had a good time, saw, saw uh, Abraham. And so when I got back, there's a whole bunch of questions that we could do, and here's one from Sam. And, and this is an idea that comes up a lot. And really, you know, when I first got into Law of Attraction, it was to specifically manifest money. And mm. I think, you know, and obviously we have our Joshua's Abundance Meditation, and so that is by far the most listened to one on Spotify. Like all the other med- uh, uh, meditations are nothing compared to abundance. So everyone, and I did this myself, listened to the abundance one over and over and over in order to manifest money. Hmm. And of course, that doesn't work because what I was trying to do is control my abundance by using this technique of meditation. And then, hmm. you know, and then in the secret, they're talking about having a vision board and putting up all the things you want. And this guy ends up buying his house and he un- he's moving into the house. He unpacks his vision board. <clears throat> he looks at it. He sees the house that he put on his vision board. And it's the exact same house that he bought, you know, three years after he put it on the vision board. So everyone thinks, you know, vision board, vision board, think about the things you want, constantly think about the things you want. And I think we're both going to say that's not the way to go because mm-hmm. that sort of, is not how law of attraction works. What do you think about that? Yes, very true. So obviously we're conditioned to have the things, right? (laughs) And we want to have the things to feel more secure because if we have all the abundance, have all the things, have the conditions that we want, we feel more secure. But really with the laws of the universe, if you really want to explore why we came here, it's basically to detach completely let go because we as humans can only conceive to here, right? So like, oh, I want this, I want this. But what if what's in store for us is so much more as well? So, I mean, you can control your life somewhat, but why would you want to be? Especially those people, you know, um, watching or listening to this, they've chose to remember more of who they are. They want to explore why they came here. So if you want to live a more fulfilling life full of freedom, you basically have to 
you know, let go and detach from all those kind of things, even though it might make us feel in the illusion that we're more comfortable and secure, but it's basically about being completely open to the unknown. You almost have to be somewhat vulnerable and not knowing like where the abundance is going to come, just know that, uh, I mean, we'll talk about the answers, but basically the universe always provides for you and you always have the abundance. It's that we don't see it. Right. It's, you know, it's like the birds who are flying south for the winter, they don't pack up their food. They know that they'll be guided to whatever field has the food that they need. And Mm. so they just fly. They just go and they don't have to save money up in the bank and prepare for all these things. They don't have, you know, everyone's like, I'll do this when I have enough money. I'll go on this cruise when I have enough money, blah, 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 blah. And what happens is they end up not doing anything because they're just generally spending their money on little things to make them feel good. But even relationships, people get in relationships to make themselves feel secure. And Mm -hmm. it's another form of consumption. That's how it's very, very common. So when you look at those who are marketing law of attraction, they're putting up these ideas or these tools in order to sell their books. But if you're using a tool to manifest anything, you are trying to control the manifestation. And the law of attraction doesn't work with control. The law of attraction only works with the absolute acceptance of what is. So you have to give up all forms of control. And me trying to manifest money by meditating, the abundance meditation, was a form of control. So now you just do what you do for the sheer pleasure of doing it and let the universe fill in the blanks. Yeah. For, you know, we, we, we exist in this limited perspective. We don't see the magnificence that we are. When I'm doing a one-on-one with somebody – And Joshua, you know, it's this conversation between Joshua and this person, and we're on Zoom. I can feel the magnificence of that person who who Joshua's talking to and the real power. And they can't see their own power, but I can see it clearly. Mm -hmm. It's really fascinating. I have the same experience, too, when I have clients, yeah. Yeah. And so we have to all realize that we're perceiving ourselves from a very limited perspective. And when we have an idea of what we'd like to manifest, that manifestation, whatever we think we want, is an, <clears throat> comes from that limited perspective of ourselves. We sh- should expect much more, and we don't need to d- make it happen ourselves or do it ourselves. All we need to do is do the work to see ourselves from this higher perspective, to realize how magnificent we are, and then let the universe create a reality that reflects back how we're feeling about ourselves plus takes us on this journey of self-discovery so that we discover more about who we truly are every single day. That's right. And, you know, we always have abundance around us, but we don't see it, you know. Here, you know, most of us live in countries where we have a roof over our head, food on the table, clean air, like, and we still, you know, so we still say we're not abundant, you know, like it's our perception. So we think abundance is just money. 
and yeah. abundance is so much more. It's our perception. So when you can change your perception of what abundance is, you'll notice that you are truly abundant. You don't need to actually all that money in the bank. So you just go with the flow of the universe. So maybe you're not supposed to have all that money in the bank because, you know, because of your pre-birth intentions or your soul contract. So you are to basically just let go, let the universe guide you. And that's when you do all the inward work, raising your frequency. So you can receive that communication for, you know, each step of the way. Also, I just occurred to me that human's second greatest fear, the first greatest fear is dying. And the second greatest fear is loss. And if you really want to engage the law of attraction, you have to accept the change that's going to be made. You have to accept everything that existed in the past, everything that exists right now is perfect as it is, and mm-hmm. everything that will come in the future. And a lot of people say, well, I receive inspiration to do this, but if I do that, I might lose what I have now. I might lose my job. It might cost me money to go and pursue this thing I'm inspired to do. I don't want to do it because I might lose what I have. And if you spend a lot of time stockpiling stuff, it's going to be hard to let that stuff go. This is also an ancient, you know, truth too, isn't it? All the ancient spiritual teachers are teaching let go of this material stuff. It is. And like what happens as well, especially those on this journey, on this conscious journey is that when we receive the guidance, we expect that, okay, because I received this inspirational guidance to do something, that means I must get lots of money because of it. And that maybe is not the case. Just because you receive guidance to do something doesn't mean it's going to bring money, but it's still for you and you're meant to go through that. So you just have to let go of any outcome of it's going to bring all this money to you because that's not what you truly want. We may think we want that in a society where we want to feel more secure, but, you know, our, both our answers will explain that, you know, abundance is so much more and you are truly abundant. The universe is truly abundant and you always have what you, what you need, what you require always in the moment. You always have what you need in the moment for your journey. Yeah, so everyone's going to tune into this episode because it's about abundance and manifesting things. And then they're going to listen to us saying, give up everything you think you want. <laughs> and don't <laughs> Maybe want it's that. not going to be very popular, is it? Because people do want the things. People want the money. But yeah. there's so much more to abundance. Well, abundance is the ability to do what you need to do when you need to do it. And you will receive everything you need when you need it. That's what abundance is. So think about taking a breath of air. You don't take two breaths and then hold one. You just breathe whenever you need to breathe. Um, I was gonna. <clears throat> there's this thing in the Bible that says it's harder for the um, rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven than it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And I always thought that was bullshit because I wanted to be rich, you know? <laughs> well, but if you're talking about, if, you, if you're a wealthy person, what you're doing is you're controlling your outer reality to such an extent that you can't really go on that journey to f- discover your soul's purpose. You can if you get here first, but if you spend your whole life efforting and struggling and then making a fortune just to feel worthy, secure, whatever, you're probably never going to end up here listening to this podcast or, or finding out about the law of attraction. On the other hand, for sure, you can come to a spiritual place where it is your soul's journey. You can go along that journey. 
in alignment, you can be inspired to do big things. And as a side effect, you'll attract all the wealth you need and more. And that'll just be for fun. It won't mean anything. You know, it'll just be for the fun. It'll just be allowing you to do what you want to do. And, and I always say, you get what you need to explore whatever you're exploring. If you're exploring lack, you get all the experiences that allow you to explore that fully. If you want to change abundance in your life, you got to change the exploration, which means you have to go out on a limb and have faith that you will receive what you need. You don't wait to do something. You don't wait to get the money first or to get the education first or get anything first. You just do what you're inspired to do and what you need will come to you. Mm. Yeah. There's a uh, school called the Sudbury Valley School. I talk about it all the time. <clears throat> In this school, there are no classes, no teachers. The kids do whatever they want. They run the school. They actually hire what they have is um, – is, facilitators, people that help them. If they need help doing anything, the facilitators help them. And then they hire and fire these people and they hold their meetings and all that. And what they found is that if a kid's not interested in learning how to read, then he'll play video games or he'll go and walk the dog or he'll go fish in the pond. But when he is ready, he'll learn it so quickly mm. and he'll just capture it. And all that struggle and effort of kids learning how to read over – Yes, the first six years in school, the kid will learn it like that in a matter of weeks. And that means that you get what you need when you need it. And if you don't need it, you can't get it. Yeah. I mean, they just had, um, just on the news actually, there's a system of testing in Australia called the NAPLAN test. And it's done with, uh, I think it's a periods of time like childhood and high school and it kind of it kind of sees like where their education and learning is at. And there was a report that it's like below par or hasn't grown much since it came into effect a number of years ago. So it just shows that our education system, it's, it's not like, <clears throat> it's not, it can't, it can't be, a, a, you know, one fits all for everybody. Like everyone's different. Everyone learns differently. And if you give them more freedom, you know what I mean? That's how, you know, like that system you were saying. We don't ha I don't think we have that in Australia, that system. It's, it's, Montessori. Is it Montessoris? No, it's, it's called, it's the Sudbury Valley School and it started in Connecticut and now it's all over the world. There's hundreds of these schools all over the world, but it's spread out. But it always meets with conflict wherever it goes because it's so oh, yeah. radical. Yeah. Mm, very yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, you can watch on YouTube and the videos of these kids are so brilliant and they're all troubled kids who go there because the parents, the kids just don't fit in normal schools. And so the mm -hmm. parents are basically at their wits end and they, this is the last resort. And then they just totally blossom because they're not in any structure and they do whatever they're interested in doing. It's gotta be that yeah. first. Wow. That sounds really cool. All right. I still want to manifest stuff. <laughs> I manifested this house. This house is awesome. I've got this big, beautiful Victorian house in this little town in North Carolina that was the house that I actually had in my dreams since my 30s, my sleeping dreams. It was this, I would constantly be going back to this house that needed to be repaired. It was Victorian, two-story, long, and it would have this back staircase back into the kitchen. And after I bought the house and saw it, I realized that was the house I'd always been dreaming about. That's it's a pretty weird thing. That's very, very yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's similar to me. Like, <clears throat> you know, growing up, I grew up in the, oh, probably don't know, but I grew up in like the bush in Sydney. It's called the Blue Mountains, very famous for like the Three Sisters. And um, I grew up there, but I always, you know, wanted to live at the beach. It's funny, right? As a child, it was maybe like how maybe a couple hours away from the beach. As kids, my parents would take me to this beach. And um, it's only when I moved to the Northern Beaches, it's a part of Sydney where it has many beaches, beautiful part of Sydney. And um, what was that? About, what, seven years ago? And I realised, wow, like about 20 minutes away is where I used to go as a kid to the beach. Yeah. And I always dreamt to live at the beach, right? I just never thought it could never happen because of my circumstance growing up. And yeah, and now I've been living on the beach, um, literally a street away from the beach. I've got a view of the ocean. Yeah, for the last seven years. So yeah. I've been here in Manly. So um, yeah, like you, you don't expect it. You just, in a way, you do have to detach from it. Um, you just continue work on the in your inward journey and then you'll find that the universe provides you. And, you know, it may not be a bunch of money, but like you said, if it was meant to be for your life purpose on this path, then if you required to have all this money for your life purpose and you will receive it so it's all tied into your pre-birth intentions you know your soul contract so i know it can be challenging because we're conditioned to to want the things but if you kind of let go and trust that your universe will provide for you it always does yeah and more spectacularly than you can imagine so you couldn't plan i couldn't have planned any things that happened to me you couldn't have planned anything that happened to you but i was guided by inspiration step by step all along the way, and I held myself in high enough regard that I allowed myself to go with this inspiration. You know, I knew I could do this. I knew I could renovate this house. I knew I could uh, move to another town and make friends. I knew that I could find a way to make a living away from where I had lived for 40 years. I, I, I knew that it would come to me when it was the right time, and, and everything did. And if you look back on your life, you can see that everything did work out and you got everything you needed. And how many people worry about paying the rent every month? And yet they do it every month, every single month. No one's been kicked out of their house. You know, it's very rare. And, you, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of months, you've been paying the rent in some cases. And you can look back and say, yeah, I did that. I did that. It's, why am I worrying anymore? And that worry about what's going to happen in the future if everything's worked out in the past, why are you worrying about the future? You have to mm -hmm. understand that that will work out as well. Now, if you can get to the point where you're processing your limiting beliefs and you're staying in alignment more, well, that future is going to turn out even more spectacularly than you could imagine as long as you go with the flow of your inspiration. But what happens is, you know, people don't work on their limiting beliefs and so they're inspired to do something and they feel fear because they don't think they're worthy of taking that action or they think that I could never do that or that's a crazy idea or whatever it is. And so they mm -hmm. don't do what they're inspired to do. And so that inspiration becomes smaller and smaller. What we're doing now is really spending a lot of time on those limiting beliefs and yeah. realizing they're all irrational and false. And pushing past the fear because, you know, that's something that both the beings of the light and Joshua always emphasize is that you receive guidance. I like, you know, Joshua calls it inspiration. Beings of light usually call it guidance. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it's for your next step, you know, to increase abundance, to align more to your life purpose. However, 
a lot of the time we don't feel worthy enough or disregard it each step. So, but we are being guided every step of the way. So as you do the work, you get to trust that voice, that communication more. It, but it might be simple because people expect this grand guidance to be like, you're going to be a lottery winner and do this, buy a lottery ticket. It's not always like that. Like it could be simple as go to this restaurant on this day and you don't know why is that. So you just regard it. It's a silly thought, but you don't know. Maybe you're supposed to meet someone there. You know, the universe works in many different ways and it's every step of the way. So, and, you know, the beings of light also say there's no end point to this. It's the journey. Yeah, it's definitely a journey. In fact, <clears throat> okay, so Joshua will say that you're always being guided to become the vibrational match to any desire you have. And so you can manifest a million dollars and you'll be guided to that. Um, but that's something you think you want. You're not, if, if that's not aligned with your soul's purpose or who you truly are, you're not going to feel the feeling you think you're going to feel by achieving mm-hmm. that. But you still are guided there. And, and the expansion that you will have to take, that expansive journey, is from being who you are now to being that person. So mm-hmm. that journey is really what you want. You want to go through that expansion. Now, if you're going after things you think you want because it will make you feel worthy or loved or secure or whatever, you're just going to expand along that way, but it's never going to be fulfilling. The mm. fulfilling journey is the one from basically how we all are, are feeling unworthy and limited to realizing how worthy we are and how limitless we are. That's the journey. That's, our, that's the journey of self-discovery of who you truly are. That's the one that's satisfying. Yeah. And it's the journey of knowing that there's nothing external to you. It is all within your part of oneness. So we're, you condition and part of the, the, the collective consciousness is to think as part of duality consciousness that everything is outside of ourselves, right. everything is separate, there is lack, there is poor, there is rich, so forth. But we're all abundant, we are all complete, all the abundance is already there within us. So um, it's about changing our perspectives as well in relations to that. Absolutely. So and conditioned <clears throat> for a long time, so you know, it can be challenging. Uh, Also, each of us have special, unique talents and attributes that will allow us to take to go on our special journey. Yes. And most of the time, you don't you're not aware that that is even a benefit, a special attribute. You know, you 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 could think it's a flaw for a lot of things. And you know, so for me, I can. I I have you know I've been in business for myself my whole life. I see myself as a leader. I've always been a leader in everything I've done. And so that is one of my abilities. I've always been a writer. I've always been a public speaker my whole life. And so these are abilities and natural talents that I have. Uh, But then there's other things I didn't know that I could do, which would be like have a podcast or have a be on videos, you know, and to do it without scripting anything, right? Just to go with the flow of what, we're just talking about the subject off the cuff, yeah. having this conversation yeah. and then having it be what it is, you know, which has been really cool. And so in the beginning doing the podcast, I would always write down my intro. I would practice it a few times. I would make sure we knew exactly what we we're going to talk about. It was all structured. And I was less confident about that in the old days than I am now. And all that is, is getting up to vibrational speed with who you truly are. 
And that just takes practice, you know, just yeah. no one's perfect when they first start anything. But if you're mm -hmm. inspired to do something, just do it and you'll get there. Yeah. I mean, when I first started doing channeling, I basically waiting till I was perfect, you know, what yeah. is perfect? But anyway, <laughs> you know, I was guided to do like YouTube channel, uh, YouTube videos. And I was like, huh, but I just started. I'm probably not that confident, but you know what? I pushed through the fear. I received the guidance and I just did it. You know, so obviously, you know, if you look back into my, my very, you know, my earlier sessions to now, you can see the change, but I had to push past that fear and I had to do that publicly and have that confidence. So Absolutely. it's not always waiting for the most, the time where you see yourself is the most perfect, you know, manifestation of yourself. You just have to do it, push past the fear and do it. Know that you're always perfect now that everything is happening for you. And that's when pushing past the fear come into effect. When you see the guidance, you just do it. I know it's hard, but um, you, you don't know what's going to come from the outcome of doing it. So you just have to trust, trust the universe and trust that it's for you. So I know that by doing that early on for me, not waiting till I was, you know, perfect or not waiting till I felt completely, uh, you know, confident. It allowed yeah. me to gain more confidence. So it was definitely, you know, for me. So this is with everything in your life. You receive the guidance, even if you don't feel you're ready for it, if you can push past the fear and know that it is for you. And we tend to look at people who are doing what we're inspired to do, who have been doing it for a long time. You know, we're looking at this end result of what they've been doing for years and we say, yeah. oh, they're so polished and perfect and, and we do one thing and it doesn't look like that, that we criticize ourselves. And yeah. that's just going to bring in more fear. Mm -hmm. Never going to be any benefit. Yeah. So don't compare yourself to anyone. You're yeah, and that's, a, that's a very big key, especially those of you on this journey, because you know, receiving this information, doing this inward work, we compare ourselves with other people on the same, on a similar path and we may perceive them as further along the path than we are, so we judge our own progress. But you don't know their soul contracts. You don't know what they came here to explore. So you cannot compare yourself to anyone, even if people are similar. Like, if it's just using us for an example, like the, the different channels out there, you know, even though we both channel, um, and you know, there might be some people like in my case, it might channel the same beings, but it's all unique. It's all different. It's not one channel the same. And no matter what you do in your experiencing of reality, what you do cannot be compared to anybody else. Only you can do it uniquely because of your frequency, which is unique. Yes. Everyone's unique. And what you're inspired to be, to do can only be done by you. Nobody else can do what you do. And you may start off thinking that you're just like everyone else. But as you get into it, you'll realize. And when I, you know, we went to Paris and Amsterdam. I saw Abraham. It was very fun to be there. What I realized was that I need not compare myself to Esther. Esther is unique. She represents a certain aspect of the teachings of, of the law of attraction. And that aspect is one that allows in the most people. Joshua is more specific. That's what I like. I like these things. In that two-day event, Abraham never once said the word fear. In mm. Joshua's talking, fear is there all the time, always talking yeah. about what that fear is. Is it irrational? And you can push past it. And so it's a different thing. And then me compared to Esther, well, Esther doesn't do podcasts. Esther doesn't really talk about her life experience and using this. Abraham talks about Esther, but Esther doesn't talk too much. And so this is another aspect that both you and I are bringing into this. 
that, mm-hmm. and we don't have to compare ourselves to anyone else because what we do, no one can do what we do. That's right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's get into Sam's question here. I'll read for Sam. Then you can read for Goddess Abundantia. Yes. They right. Okay. Hi, Joshua and friends. There are many law of attraction teachers who advocate using various techniques to attract what we want. Obviously, what we think we want and what we truly want are usually not the same thing. Feeling good, processing negative beliefs, living in gratitude, and pushing through fear are our priorities. But what if we really did want a new car, for example? Is there any point in scripting, imagining we already have it, vision boarding, using the quantum cup method, or any other methods? Or are these just superfluous efforting techniques that make people feel like they're taking action? Thank you for your perspective on this, Sam. All right. So um, Abraham will say on this that imagining that you have it or envisioning that you have it, you're not doing it to create it. You're doing it because it feels good. You're only thinking about this for the pleasure. While I was in Amsterdam, Abraham said that the only purpose of meditation is for the pleasure of meditation, which means do not try to control anything through anything you're doing. Do not do anything to get an end result because that is just controlling. Do it because it's pleasurable. So if it's pleasurable for you, pleasurable for you to think about, you know, the vacation or the car or the house, go ahead. But as Abraham will say, there's two ends of that stick. And it's very difficult not to focus on the lack side of the stick with that thing you want is not in your reality. And so when you're focusing on the lack side of the stick, you're attracting lack. Yeah. All right. Let's see what Goddess Abundantia says. Okay. D1. Abundance is always existing within you. All that you seek is always within you. You are a God creator, yet you are a co-creator with the universe. You are a powerful being who is truly limitless if you believe it, if you feel it. D1, you are already existing in abundance. All that you truly want is already manifested in your reality, yet you do not see it. You do not see it, so you perceive you need material goods or situations to occur to prove you're abundant, to prove that you are worthy. All that you seek is already manifested in your current experiencing. You wanted to obtain certain things and situations to assist in your life purpose and specific missions here. As such, the things that are manifested right now in your present is all that you require for your life purpose. All that is manifested right now is all that is required for your current step of exploration of why you chose your life experience. And Sam's in the boot camp, so that is exactly what they're saying here, is that in this experience right now, you're in the middle of this boot camp experience, and that is what is part of your soul's purpose here. Somehow you live this life in a way to make it to this point in time where you could discover 
this information, these teachings, and enroll in a process that actually made you more aware of who you truly are. Um, and she's actually become a channel now, and she's starting oh. to channel Joseph. Yeah, so it's Ooh. very interesting. Um, very cool. But there's a difference, and this is exactly what uh, Abundantia is saying right here, is that everything you need to do what you need to do is existing in your life now. Mm, this yeah. is the abundance that you have. Also, you are a God creator. So you are literally limitless in this. So you, but it's not from the point of efforting and struggling or controlling mm. what manifests. It's from the point of purely allowing what comes to you to come to you and seeing it all as good and maintaining that alignment and getting inspiration, all that stuff. What mm -hmm. you think you want is different than what you truly want. What you think you want is generated from your limiting beliefs about yourself. I want this because it'll make me feel worthy. I want to feel, I want to mate because it'll make me feel loved and accepted. I want to be a good person because other people will respect me. That sort of thing. What you think you want. But what you truly want were all those intentions you set prior to your birth. And I'm beating a dead horse here, but it's you truly wanted to express your love, not to be loved, to express your love and acceptance primarily of yourself, of everyone else, and of the conditions, to experience mm -hmm. true freedom and true abundance, not limitation and lack, to expand in joy, not expand in suffering, and then to move along to discover and live within your soul's purpose. Yeah. And I really like what she says here that, you know, all that is required is, you know, in your current step of exploration is already manifested. So as you go along in your journey, each step of the way, you already have everything that you require for that step. So when you go to the next step, maybe it's a more complex step, maybe it's more involved, maybe it means pushing past even more fear, you will attract what is required because with your pre-birth intentions or soul contracts, what you chose to explore pre-birth, you already have the tools and how to do that already within you. So once you do that step, if you do the inward work, you receive the guidance, you will receive that manifested tools already in your existence to complete that specific step. So they're not, they're not going to give you steps or conditions for a hundred steps ahead. Right. They're going to, the universe is going to provide for you what you need in your stage of, you know, of your exploration. So once you, you know, go to the next step, then you attract more abundance or more, more tools or, or dynamics that's will be required to assist you in that step. So it's about trusting that you already have everything that you need in the moment. So in this, uh, People who are interested in the law of attraction and discovering their soul's purpose and who are spiritually awakening, they are, I mean, if they're listening to this now, this is one of the steps that they've taken. But what about all the other people who are living on the planet who don't seem to be taking any steps, who seem to be stuck on the same, you know, trying to manifest enough money to buy a car, buy a house, buy a boat, you know, buy a bigger house that, you know, get more things. Where did they go wrong? Did they miss steps? Or are they just not going with the flow? What's happening to them? 
Yeah, they're, you know, it's because of their life purpose. So, you know, we look at people in our society and we go, okay, well, this person must be abundant because there must be something wrong with them or, you know, we judge it. But you don't know why they came, what they came here to explore. Perhaps they chose to explore lack of abundance for their life purpose. You just, you just don't know. So that's why, again, you don't compare yourself to anybody because you don't know what they came here to explore. Right. You only concentrate and focus on your own journey. And that's right. all you need to do is your own inward work. Very good. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, next sentence. Next paragraph. The perceived need to want things, to obtain things, to have desired outcomes is all part of programming in your society within the illusion. It was programmed that was needed for the Pacific stage of the evolution of human consciousness. However, now in this time of the great awakening, this programming has delivered its cause and is no longer needed as obtaining things is part of the duality system of consciousness that is being transcended into oneness in your collective conscious awareness. A more expanded way of experiencing life has now come into effect. A new way of perceiving your reality is a significant process in this transition. The remembering of oneness in your conscious awareness from the illusion of duality. Awesome. So this is, there is a totally new way to look at life. And this is the new approach to life. To totally understand that you need not control anything and that you can perceive everything as good. You can perceive it as right. And if you perceive it as wrong or bad, you're looking at it from a limited perspective. This is a new way of looking at things. And if you can do that, you've hit it out of the park because that's the hardest thing to do. You know, what do you mean there's yeah. no wrong? What, what do you mean there's yeah. no Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can be very, very challenging, especially when you're right in the middle of it. It can be very challenging to see that. Yeah. But it's, you know, we're in this transition now. This great awakening is a transition from duality consciousness to oneness in our conscious awareness. I mean, we've always been one, but we're starting now to remember this for ourselves. So oneness state means there is no such things that's outside of ourselves. There is no wrong and right, right? Everything is perfect and whole as part of us. Everything is within us. So it's a transition. So this is why, you know, so-called techniques and so forth of existing has, has changed. So what was, you know, maybe beneficial, you know, in our perceived history is, you know, no longer needed anymore. So it's, it is a new approach. Uh, schools, jobs, and government. No longer needed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go into the next paragraph. In your society, in your collective you have sought to control your experience, sought to feel more secure in your experiencing by having things, having the ideal situations in your experiencing. This programming is still in the collective, which you are still plugged into D1. To experience true freedom with abundance is to know that you already have all that you need in your present experiencing. There are many techniques, many stories that the collective have created to assist you with it resonating in accordance to your belief systems. If you are guided to certain techniques, then it is for you. No technique is wrong, 
for they are all matched to belief systems and dimensions of experiencing within the consciousness states ranging in fear to love, from duality to oneness, from outside things to all is within. So if you are inspired to try something, like I've done vision boards before, um, (laughs) we did this, we were in a class together, me and all my friends. It was a sort of a spiritual class and we did vision boards, right? Mm -hmm. And my friend Bruce still has his vision board up in his office and none of that stuff's manifested. (laughs) 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 It's pretty, it's pretty to look at. Yeah. But you know, like what's saying here is that there is no wrong techniques here. So we're not saying that those things don't work. We're not saying that don't do those things, but we're saying that you don't have to do those things, but it matches your belief system. So you have certain belief systems that vision boards work. If you have certain belief systems that that's the most beneficial for you, if you are guided to that, then it is for you because everyone's in a different state of, I guess, consciousness. Like some people are more in fear than existing in love. Some people are more in that state of duality than in the oneness perspective. So it's all unique compared to you. But those of you watching this or listening to this, you know, those of you are, you know, wanted to remember more of who you are. You wanted to to remember more that you were one. So because of this, you are ready for higher perspectives on this. Exactly. Okay. Mm. Let's go to the last, last one here. The question for you is... If you are ready for more experiencing of why you came here, do you wish to live and experience life in alignment to your specific missions here? Or do you want to play safe and manifest the things and situations to make you feel more secure, to make you feel more worthy? Or are you ready to let go of the need to feel secure, the need to have things, the outcomes, to prove to yourself and to others that you are a worthy, successful being? If you are, then I invite you to surrender and let go of what you think you want and allow the universe, allow source, to show you your path you chose to explore. Perhaps you are not supposed to have that car. Have you considered this? Perhaps the absence of the wanted things from your perspective is required to allow you to explore fully who you truly are, why you are truly here and what you truly are not. All the techniques that are required for you to explore fully why you are here is to live in the present and connect with your heart centre processing the beliefs of fear into transmutation of love to oneness and to know that you are abundant and that the universe is providing for you exactly what you require. With this practice, you will increase your self-love, self-worthiness and your connection to source, your guides and all that is. Along the way, you will receive the messages for your mission here. And by listening and acting on this guidance, you will receive the remembering and actions required to live your life fully in the way you wanted to before entering this experiencing. As you increase your vibration, as your steps become more evolved, you will continue to receive what you require from the universe. 
if you are willing to allow it, if you are willing to perceive it, for it is, always has, always will be in your existence. If you are ready for the great unknown, then you are ready for the great love and abundance in your exploration of physical reality. It is with our eternal love for you that we came through, for we are you, we are one. Goddess, abundant to you. Yeah, and that is really, if you start living in your soul's purpose, you're going to start living in this really, really good feeling place. Everything's mm-hmm. going to feel good. Everything's going to line up for you. You're going to be good at processing fear when it comes up. You're going to be good at pushing past fear. You're going to be feeling very satisfied. You're going to receive the feelings of love and appreciation that you had always yearned for, but because you're trying to get it from the outside, it never worked. When you Mm -hmm. give everything up, then you get back and you'll be like, this is amazing. And of course, we're on this path now. Life is getting better and better. Life is feeling better and better. And since this is a feeling reality, the only thing that matters is how you feel. Focus on feeling good. Focus on good feeling thoughts and you'll be amazed what happens. All right, let's jump into Joshua's answer on this one. Okay. Dear Sam, what you think you want and what you truly want are often quite different. There is a vibration of the desire within you. That vibrational difference between what you are emitting and the frequency of the manifested form of your desire is the journey you will take. Think of that difference. Why are you vibrating differently than the thing you want? It's because you are not yet a vibrational match to what you want. Why not? Because the only thing you are ever doing is moving toward the attraction or reception of your desire or moving toward the lack of your desire. No matter what you do, you're always taking a vibrational journey, and it is that journey that actually causes the expansion you truly desire. Mm -hmm. So we came here for the expansion the physical reality offers, not to manifest or not manifest things, not to Mm -hmm. live in lack or live in what we perceive as wealth. It's to take that journey. And the desire helps you take the journey, whatever the desire is, because you have to become different vibrationally in order for it to manifest. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it would if you were vibrationally equal to that thing you wanted, it would be in your reality. You would be aware of it. That's right. And again, it echoes what Abundantia said, um, or and the beings of the light say that, you know, there is no, there's no end journey. It's no end point. It's the journey. That's where the expansion comes. That's when the transition from duality to oneness comes. That's when you realize that all the abundance is within you and is not outside of yourself. It's that journey. And this is why when you, when you finally manifest that thing you want, you're sort of over it by the time it gets there. Mm-hmm. You're over it pretty quickly. A couple of days, you'll think about it, the new car in your garage, whatever it is, and then you're ready to met, to do something more, primarily because you're here for this con- continual journey to the manifestation or to the vibrational change so that manifests other things. So the desire only really is that hook to get you to, to make some kind of vibrational yeah. leap. But also that desire, where is it coming from? Is it a true desire or, right. it, or is it something linked to your sense of self-worth. You're not exactly. feeling yourself worthy enough. So you have a desire to, to have the fancy car because it might mean that you can present to the world you're successful and it might make you feel better, but that's not a true desire. Which I told the story many times when I 
first got my first uh, Mercedes, which I had always been wanting. I got a brand new Mercedes. I leased it. And I go to, to appraise a house. And the realtor who's meeting at this house has the exact same car. And I'm thinking I'm all hot shit, you know. And she's like, I like, uh, um, yeah, I just got my new car. What do you think? What do you, you know, I'm thinking she's going to think I'm a good person. She goes, yeah, I just paid my car off. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, my God, here I'm leasing this car thinking I'm hot shit. She just got a commission, paid the whole thing off. So, you know, it's that kind of manifestation of it that shows me I was only doing that to perceive, to make myself be perceived as worthy. Mm-hmm. successful and the first encounter I had showed me how unsuccessful I was feeling yeah mm-hmm. oh, uh, linked to the readiness. yeah so imagine that you came in this reality simply for the benefit of expansion and nothing more since you expand through all experiences you win you can't fail you receive the benefit of living a human life that's all there is to it when you birth a desire whether it is an intention set prior to your birth or a, or a want created from your physical perspective, you are always moving toward it or keeping it away. The keeping it away experience is just as expansive as the receiving experience. Do you see that? Therefore, you can't get it wrong. Okay. <clears throat> we came here to uh, for the benefit of expansion, and so we always expand no matter what, whether we're moving towards desires or keeping them away or experiencing lack or abundance, whatever, we're always expanded and therefore we always succeed. We always win. We come, live this life, and we can't fail and we never get it done. And so that's all you have to know. That's yeah. all it is. Okay. It's all a journey. Now let's take a look at the subject from your human perspective. You decide that you want something. You perceive that you will feel something in the receiving of what you desire. You imagine how it would feel to receive this thing you want. Imagine that, that you want a convertible sports car. You imagine yourself driving top down through, a twisty, through twisty roads in the countryside with not a care in the world. So then, do you really want a sports car or do you want the feeling of freedom? Is the sports car your self-created idea of freedom or is it aligned with the desires you intended to manifest prior to your birth? Is the feeling based in abundance or lack, freedom or limitation? And Mm -hmm. so say you have this desire for it and maybe you're not feeling free now and you say, how could I feel free? I'm feeling limited. Well, maybe if I got a sports car, I could drive around and be free, right? Mm -hmm. If you want a convertible sports car, then why don't you have it now? It's a vibrational journey that must be taken. You must somehow be become tuned to the ownership of this new car. Why aren't you tuned to that now? It's due to your set of beliefs, of which some are limiting. Some of your beliefs limit you from doing that which you are inspired to do. These inspired actions will lead you to the manifestation of everything you want. However, when you receive inspiration, you often don't take action. You feel fear when contemplating the action, and thus you do not act. You do not push past fear. If you did, your desires would manifest easily and effortlessly. Therefore, the way to manifest anything you desire is is to find a way to push past your fears. Um, Also, there's um, holding on to a desire, something you really want. If it seems like it's coming to you, 
then you use that as an excuse to feel good and stay in alignment. But if mm-hmm. something happens when it looks like it's not going to you know, come to you, then you use that as a reason to dip into a lower emotional state of being and feel bad and you knock yourself out of alignment and then you take urges trying to fix what you think this problem is. I see this a lot with people in relationships because what they want is you know, the long-term stability of the relationship. And when something happens like a fight, they just get all bent out of shape because they have this fear that the relationship's going to end and mm-hmm. then where will they'll be. And they're just not going with the flow and they're just adding fear into everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And like uh-huh. with, and with this car analogy, you know, you know, you might not like what Abundantia said that, you know, I mean, you can control your life and manifest what you want, but do you really want the car? Maybe you're not supposed to have the car. Perhaps you're meant to catch the bus and not have the car because you're going to meet someone on that bus. It's important for your journey. You just, you just don't know. Yeah, so, or that car will go off a cliff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... If, and if you have that desire for the car and it's not coming, then you're going to yeah. be all frustrated and out of alignment. And that's not going to do you any good. Well, what about with the secret? I know in the secret, you know, that whole visualization, you know, I remember that, you know, pretend you're driving the car and that guy's there making the rum rum noise and everything, you know, but like, and then what's happened with, I think with the secret is a lot of people were trying to manifest the car, manifest this and it wasn't happening. And they were like, oh, stuff the law of attraction doesn't work. It's BS. Yeah. But, you know, you didn't really get into, you know, the higher perspectives of law of attraction. I mean, yes, it got through to the foundational understandings of it, but there's a lot more than what was shown in that movie. Well, you know, thank God for the secret because... Yeah, it opened the eyes. The secret brought me to Abraham, brought a lot of people to Abraham, and then from Abraham, a lot of people are coming to us. You know, they're, they're going, okay, the secret was a taste or something there, but it's not enough. Yeah. Where can I find more? Oh, Abraham. Oh, Abraham, there's a lot there. It's awesome. Okay, what if I want to go even further? Oh, here's Kimberly. Here's Gary. Here's, here's uh, yeah. Laurel and the stream and all these other teachers who are teaching the nuances of this stuff, you know? Yeah. But if, and it was, yeah, it was mainstream enough that allowed people to get into it. So, you know, it's pretty good on, on their part as well because people do want the thing. So it's a way to get people to go, okay, well, I'm a God creator. So it did allow to generate a lot of interest with the law of attraction. But, you know, with Abraham Hicks, with um, you know, there's the later version. She's edited out of that. So there was there was one with her right. and um, there were some kind of issues there. So they removed yeah. her completely from the other version. So the original yeah. one's out there floating around with her, but, um, yeah. Well, it was an Australian who made that, and yeah. Americans never saw Esther. Only Australians oh, okay. ever saw Esther. We've All never right. seen Esther in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but, the, but, too, you know, it was mainstream enough. People wanted to control their lives and manifest things, so they're going to use the secret as a way to do it. And then, then they find Abraham, and Abraham is – allowing enough to not dissuade anyone. But if they had went straight from the secret to Joshua, they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, it's not extreme <laughs> enough, right? You have yeah. to this vibrational journey to go from maybe the secret to Abraham to us. Although a lot of people are coming straight to Joshua. 
I don't know about you, but I've gotten a lot of people who never really followed Abraham and they just, mm-hmm. they just somehow found Joshua. Yeah. Well, you know, the beings of the light is somewhat, you know, different to, I mean, it's not straight out law. It is law of attraction, but it's not presented in that way. So it includes mm-hmm. many things like teachings of oneness, esoteric knowledge. So, you know, it's, it is a bit, um, off the mainstream compared to if, if Abraham was mainstream is a bit more further, you know, into the esoteric stuff. So, you know, a lot of people that are beings of the light, maybe they have found through Abraham, but usually it's people that are, you just, you know, on their own journeys and um, yeah, they come, they come find us for their own life purpose. So they're attracted to certain channels because of what they chose to explore and what's, you know, according to their belief systems, you know, some people may, come to me or come to you, come to other people and they're attracted to them because it resonates more of their belief system. So, you know, it's all perfect and everyone teaches uniquely and, yep. you know, it's like a casting a wide net, you know, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone can get something according to their belief systems, yeah. And I think it's good to spend time with different teachers and see mm. how it works for you. Um, okay, what causes fear? Limiting beliefs. What creates the vibrational difference between you and your desires? Your current set of beliefs. Your cur- so I'm stopping in the middle here. But your current set of beliefs are not vibrationally compatible to the set of beliefs you'll have when you manifest that thing you want. It's a, it's a journey of altering your beliefs, which you know, also alter your behavior, your perspective, your approach to life, your attitude, your mood, all that stuff is part of that vibration. So then the way you can become a match to whatever you desire is through the adjustment to your belief system. This may seem like an oversimplification of the manifestation process, but in essence, your beliefs are not aligned with who you truly are and what you truly want. If they were, you would live a magnificent life easily manifesting anything you desire. And obviously our beliefs, our limiting beliefs are not aligned with who we truly are because who we truly are, limitless, magnificent, perfect. I mean, how many people believe they're perfect, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very hard to believe you're perfect, but that's your own self-imposed limitation, you know, because you were taught this. We had a great Joshua Live uh, yesterday and and I was talking about worthiness and and Jen from Australia was on the call and Josh was like, who told you you were unworthy? And it was this whole big thing of they didn't really tell you you're unworthy. They just wanted to change your behavior because what you were doing was causing them fear. If mm-hmm. you were getting bad grades, if you were dating the wrong person, whatever it was, it was simply your behavior. The only way that they knew how to do it was to control you. They never told you you were not perfect, you know, in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really interesting. Okay. Uh, if you want to manifest anything, you must put yourself, put yourself in the place of being receptive to inspiration. You must see the fear that will always pop up for what it is, irrational. You must somehow push past the fear. You must tame your doubts. You must have faith in the system. You must notice where your resistance lies. You must find and process your limiting beliefs. Otherwise, the fear will always be too intense for you to push past it. But most of all, you must see yourself from a much higher perspective. You must expect more for yourself. You must see yourself as worthy of receiving literally anything. You must truly accept and fully believe in your own worthiness. If you see yourself as unworthy of your desires, your desires cannot manifest. 
the vibrational journey is one of being unworthy of your desire to one of being worthy of your desire. Therefore, your vibrational journey to the manifestation of any and all desires is the exploration of your worthiness or your unworthiness. And so, don't think about manifest anything. Figure yeah. out how to see yourself as more worthy. Mm-hmm. And that's the journey. That's doing the inward work. And once you do that, once you work on, you know, managing your fears into seeing that as everything as love and perfect, as oneness, as complete, as you increase your self-love and self-worthiness, you will unlock more of the remembering of who you are, why you were here. You become more sensitive to this communication, you know, to your inner self, higher self, to your guide supporters. You'll become more sensitive. So because of that, you'll be able to get guidance for each step of the way. And then you push past the fear, take that step, then the universe will provide you the the things or the, or the situations that allow you to fulfill that step. But nothing more, nothing less. It is for that step. So that's why also, you know, I know... I think Joshua talks about too, but the beings of light always say that that's why being in the present moment is so important because being in the present moment is where your true power lies. By being in the present moment, you are not tapping into lower vibrational frequencies of yourself where you see yourself as limited. Even if you project to the future, which many of us do, you're not at that vibrational match or what happens, your vibration goes through rubble, you know, you might have anxiety. So, and, and you're still not at the most powerful point in your existence so the, the present moment is the most important that's where you do the most powerful work the most powerful inward work and that's where you receive the guidance and you know what you truly want is to somehow find a way to allow that soul's purpose mm-hmm. to get off that track of western society that we're all on what i call the cheese greater life trying to effort and struggle a way to feel worthy and secure if you will relax and do the work to process limiting beliefs and to do the work that Joshua was talking about and to discover, allow your soul's purpose to naturally unfold, it'll, it'll unfold if you stop resisting. This is this current that's always taking you there. And if you don't go with that current, you're going to feel conflicted. And that's yeah. going to turn into manifestation events and you know, eventually unwanted body, bodily conditions. We're actually, uh, you know, the boot camp, we've been doing it now all year. We've had this, we're finishing up our fourth boot camp. And it's just totally amazing the transformation that people are taking because they're doing the work. And, you know, it's eight weeks, but almost everyone does it again. So figure in 16 weeks, you make this really cohesive, integrated shift in your perspective of who you are. And when you see yourself from this higher perspective, you really start to let things change and let things go. And it's very cool. It's what we're doing another one. We're starting in September 9th. If anyone wants to uh, talk about that or get some more information about that, just send an uh, email to joshuateachings at gmail.com. Also, if you're not listening or not paying attention to or not on our Friends of Facebook group, just join that. Look for uh, Friends of Joshua on Facebook, and we'll get you into that group. And Kimberly, where can people find you? Yep. So you can find out more information about me, my teachings, my offerings. So I offer, um, you know, Patreon services, uh, individual services where, you know, probably similar to the boot camp, we, we go through a lot of, you know, kind of techniques through sessions as well. Um, so that's all you can find that through 
beingsofthelight.com. So you'll find all the links there, the links to, you know, YouTube channel, social media um, channels as well. I invite you all, if you're inspired, to join our Facebook community. So Beings of the Light with Kimberly community. Of course, I've got a Facebook page and so forth, Instagram and all the rest. So, yeah. Awesome. Check us out. Great. Well, it's great to see you again. I missed you over the last couple weeks. And we'll do this again next week. Next or, week. Or are you leaving? You might be no, gone. So next week we ha- uh-huh. will have a session, then I'm off. For okay, great. Weeks. And then you're off to Brazil. Yes. So we'll see you next week, and then you'll have a nice trip, and we'll talk again then. I'll send you another question. We'll talk about something, something fascinating again. And until then, goodbye, everyone. See you later. Thank you for joining us on the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember... You are loved more than you can imagine, by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.